now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me with Chess Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Dennis with me as well to round out the crew, but we got a very special guest to kick off today's virtual cruise through the latest aviation news and information, and that would be the Big Cheese Big Kahuna CEO of Flying Magazine, Craig Fuller. Uh, Craig, welcome to Just Plane Radio. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Great to be here. Well, you haven't talked to us that long yet, so let's see if that uh, holds true for the next few minutes. But we uh, we are glad and honored that you've joined us. Now, uh, Dennis uh, kind of reached out to you guys uh, because why, Dennis? He just took over the big magazine, right? That's correct. Uh, Flying Magazine changed hands back in, in uh, July at AirVenture, and I thought that's a pretty significant story. I mean, it, there is not a pilot around who hasn't walked into an FBO, plopped his feet up on the couch, and grabbed a dusty copy of Flight, you know, Flying Magazine to kill the time while he's waiting for, you know, the fuel load or whatever. And, you know, it's just been such a staple in an institution. And so to see a change of ownership and an injection of energy into what they're doing and a lot of the changes that they're planning to bring to Flying Magazine, I thought that it would be great to uh, to talk to the man himself and, uh, you know, get some firsthand uh, insights on what the plans and directions are for flying. Absolutely. Craig, I mean, I know you're a pilot yourself, so had this been in the works uh, for some time and a goal or, or, you know, like a lifestyle goal for you, or how did this come to be where you ended up taking over the magazine? No, I actually, uh, this took place over a couple of months. So, I've ran a media business that's involved in supply chain, data, and uh, information. And earlier this year, we, or last year, I should say, back in 2021, the company was really successful. And as a founder of a company, uh, you're usually not very good at many things. You're good at sort of uh, multitasking, but you're not very good tactically. So I effectively fired myself from every job. <laughs> and I found myself out without much to do as the company uh, scaled and, and was was reaching some new milestones. And so uh, I took up flying again. And as I was taking up flying, I started to consume aviation content. It'd been about a 20-year hiatus from being a pilot. Hmm. And I just started to re-consume aviation content. And being a digital media executive, I felt that there was a lot of opportunity to really uh, change the brand and progress it to more of a digital-first uh, experience based on the uh, the knowledge that I had gained over the last couple of years building uh, my company Freightways. There you go. And yeah, Flying Magazine's been a lot, uh, been around for how long now? A long since uh, nineteen twenty nine wow. or nineteen twenty seven. I can't. It was a long time, ninety five years, and it actually started uh, after Charles Lindbergh, the publisher, was inspired by Lindbergh's journey across the Atlantic. Wow. And uh, and develop the magazine out of that. So it's got an it's an iconic brand. It's been around aviation really through most of sort of modern aviation's uh, evolution, and it is uh, it, just a ton of history. Uh, and as you mentioned, 
I think every pilot at all levels have at some point been exposed to the brand and have some appreciation for it. Yeah, everybody's aware of it in the industry. I mean, like you said, you see Flying Magazine probably at every FBO on the coffee table uh, around the country and, and the world for that matter. And Dennis, you've noticed some things over the last few months or some changes, and I'm guessing that's because of Craig. What are some of the highlights that you've seen lately? Well, some of the things that I've seen personally is just that uh, he's starting to branch out more from the print magazine starting to incorporate much more of a digital feel into it. Um, one of the writers um, that I really enjoy reading is Sam Weigel. Um, Sam has had a great column. Uh, it turns out Sam and I have some shared history. He is uh, from the Minneapolis area originally too. We had the same mechanic, used to fly out of the same airport. We just never crossed paths. But it was just very interesting seeing all these things coming up in his articles and going, hey, wait a minute, I know that person or whatever. And now I'm see- he's launching a whole new online presentation called V1 Rotate, which is going to chronicle how someone becomes from a pilot to an airline pilot and is trying to help out you know, the next generation along the way. And of course, that got my attention because my son, Austin as you know, is, doing is following that, right that exact path. So yeah. I really am interested to see what kind of tips and what kind of advice is going to be handed out in this column and you know how that could apply to me personally, but also to the, you know, the aviation community. This pilot shortage problem isn't going away anytime soon. We need more pilots. I want to do what I can. I've become a flight instructor to try to teach that next generation and also to support the current people. I want to be there to provide flight reviews or you know additional ratings. That's that's my contribution. And so. that digital uh, flow that he's now, or that Dennis has noticed, Craig, uh, you can take full credit for, right? Well, I, I don't know that I can take full credit. <laughs> we have a team that's behind. Okay, it. well, I, I wanted to just give it, a, give you, a, you know, a little tip of the hat there. <laughs> well, look, I think it's a it's a broader effort. We brought in a whole a new team that understands digital mm-hmm. and. Uh, we're making those investments, and I think what we're also doing, the great thing about digital is you get a lot of data uh, on what people are reading, what they're consuming, and uh, we're going to be developing a lot of content around things that, that folks that like that tune into aviation content are interested in. Okay. Um, and there's been a, a lot of learnings that we've taken and are starting to execute. As far as uh, your private aviation life, tell me about that. Are you flying right now and, and have your own plane or what? I do. Yeah, I have two aircraft. I have a Technomus Store LSA, so uh, just a, a small two-seater, and then I have a, an Icon A5. So, oh, nice. You have um, one of those. Yeah, so it's the you know the amphibian aircraft that I get to fly around the rivers. Uh, and that's what got me back into aviation. Mm, okay. You know, it's not a very fast aircraft. Yeah, it's but not it's a great fun, right? Aircraft, but they look like they're, they're a blast to fly. They're they awesome. get you to the lobsters a lot quicker than the dive boat does. Yeah, it, yeah. Are you a scuba diver? Dennis and I are scuba divers. We just went down uh, to Key West. I do last scuba week. dive, but not not in East Tennessee. I, ah, okay. The water's well, too there's... brown out here. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to come to Florida and and uh, take advantage of it there. I, absolutely, you know, take that. Well, icon I'll extend down. the invite. Uh, I live on an air park here, so you can fly on in and park in my driveway, and uh, we can head on down to the Keys. We just were there this weekend, and we'll talk about that more later in the show. So. That's awesome. Now that you've taken over uh, Flying Magazine, do you find yourself even more immersed in the community? Yeah, I think, you know, the great thing about being in media, and you guys can probably appreciate this, is that you live vicariously through everything that's going on. So the good, the bad, all of the sort of developments in the in the space, you sort of live it as an observer, as a journalist, as a keeper of the record. But this is the most exciting 
time in aviation, we are on the cusp of a great revolution in terms of technology, investment, the amount of pilots that are coming into the space. And it's interesting because as I talk to folks about what's happening, there's still a view that aviation is sort of general aviation is sort of dying out. There's people that believe that. I don't believe that at all. I think it's the actual the opposite taking place. And I think a lot of this new technology and capital that's coming into the market is actually going to benefit general aviation much more so than most people give it credit for. So it's a lot of cynicism towards the urban air mobility and the EV tall space that mm. sort of born by pilots were naturally cynical about the technology. We've heard these things for many, many years. The reality is it doesn't matter whether that technology itself is successful or those companies are successful. What matters is that there's going to be so many new people that enter the market. There's going to be so much money that enters the market that it's going to force the regulators and force the ecosystem to sort of evolve. And we're going to have this fantastic aviation revolution of which we haven't seen for 40 years. I totally agree. I think flying cars are coming. They're finally going to get here. (laughs) We got to keep pushing them. They're going to do it at Flying Magazine under Craig Fuller's uh, leadership, it sounds like. Yeah, we'll go with that. A little bit of both. But, uh, but you know, I, I love it. I, I like the attitude. I think uh, you guys are, are, you know, well on your way to another 75 years plus. Uh, you never know. But, uh, but we appreciate the fact that you took some time to join us on Just Plain Radio today, Craig. But, gentlemen, really been, enjoyed it and uh, hope that you'll have me back. Absolutely. Are you kidding? This is less work for us when we have someone <laughs> like you on. All right. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Captain, cabin's ready and doors are closed. All right, gentlemen, it's time to get high. And also fly this old bird. Just a little captain's joke. I never get high when I'm flying unless I mistime the edible. Another captain's joke. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information and just share a few little tidbits about our little uh, flying adventures, which is what we're going to do first. Then we'll get into more of the uh, news of, uh, you know, the aviation enthusiast world here in just a bit, because uh, we did something really cool this past Sunday. Uh, Thanks to Dennis's uh, Mooney 201. Uh, we were able to fly from Orlando all the way down into Key West and go have uh, lunch with Captain Tom and his better half, who were spending some time down there in Key West, and uh, and do that kind of you know hundred dollar hamburger. Or in this case, it was more like a three hundred dollar black and fish sandwich. You think, Dennis, something like that? Well, it was split three ways, though. You know, yeah. we, we, you know, there's three of us, so still back down to a hundred dollars sandwich. Well, that's true. Uh, but Each. we're at the uh, water waterfront cafe, and uh, and and it was just a. It was probably the first. Well, I've never done anything that elaborate before, so and I have to give a little tip of the hat to Captain Dennis because he's the one who honestly made it happen and had more of the. Uh, I don't know. He had all the workload that he had to cover because he was down in Fort Myers at his air park. He had to come and pick me and uh, my buddy CJ up in Orlando at Orlando Executive. And then we flew all the way down to Key West straight from there, which was about a couple uh, hours in his uh, Mooney 201. Yeah. You think? Yep. That's uh, about an hour and 45 minutes from Orlando Executive to Key West International. So. Right. And, uh, but we got down there and, you know, we, we met him there. We left about what, eight, eight, eight o'clock from Orlando. We were down in Key West, you know, pretty much down on Duval Street by 10, 30, 11. Walked around a little bit, went into Pablo Pilar's rum distillery. You got to say it like for, that. For the record. The yeah, what? I didn't. I didn't get to partake. No, you went in. in. You went in. I went in, but I did not partake because That's I true. had to fly back home. And you know what? That killed me because I really wanted to try the blonde rum. That well, you know, there's always next time where we can actually. No, because I'll be flying again. Well, no, <laughs> we, we just got to we got to schedule in a layover. I think yeah, is what we at least do. an eight hour layover. There yes, we go. Exactly. Because yeah, we just flew down there. Spent about I don't know three four hours there in Key West. And then uh, hopped back in the aircraft and flew all the way back. And it was amazing because uh, Key West this time of year, I mean, Florida, for that matter, this time of year is insane. And to drive down there from Orlando would have at least been an eight-hour uh, ride in the in the car, I think, uh, with traffic. No, it could have been even worse. So to think that you did that in a day, and uh, had that much fun in one day and zip back and forth like that. I mean, you know, you kind of feel like you're a big deal. 
which, you know, we are a big deal. Right, Dennis? Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not that big of a deal. Well, I know, but it kind of feels pretty uh, awesome. But, you you know, we are pilots, so we are, you know, maybe a little bit higher. But, yeah, look at the flexibility that that gives you. General aviation is absolutely amazing. I can crisscross. I can be to the east coast of Florida in under an hour if I wanted to go scuba diving or go fly up to Orlando to go, you know, take in a show or go, uh, you know, hang out at the radio studio with you. Mm -hmm. I can do that in less than an hour. That's, you know, easily a three plus hour drive plus the headaches of, you know, traffic on I-4 and, you know, it's just, you over, you can bypass all of that and you're flying. It's fun. Well, and it's so cool. You know, I I get back to Orlando and uh, have dinner with the family and then I go for a little walk with the wife and I'm walking around our neighborhood and I'm telling her about what we did. And I said, it's so weird. I mean, a couple hours ago, I was walking down Duval Street, and here I am back home. This feels like magic, almost. It's just, it's, it is kind of a weird thing to get your head around how flexible having uh, aircraft to be able to do something like that. It, it really is a, a cool thing. And, and man, when you tell your friends that you did this, and you, they, they, they hate you. They absolutely hate you. And when that happens, you know that you've made it, that you've actually achieved something that uh, makes everybody you know extremely jealous. And it's good to be in that position. You hear what I'm saying? Feels pretty good. I do. Yeah. And, you know, the best part is you got to invite a friend with, you know, CJ, you and I, we've done a lot of diving and stuff together over the years. And so, you know, it, it wasn't a stranger to me. But this was his first time in a small plane. So, again, we got to introduce somebody else into our little party here, you know, and to experience what it could be like. I bet he'd get his pilot's license before you. That's exactly where I was going. (laughs) We may have uh, lit the fire, uh, the spark of inspiration. Uh, It it could take hold with him. God knows it hadn't with me. (laughs) But. But Not no. for a lack of trying on my part. Yeah, well, no, it has. It actually. I mean, you know, every little bit helps. And, you know, once again, you know, it made me realize how much I could accomplish if if I had my own plane and was able to do that. You know, I'm telling the wife about all this stuff when we're walking around, how cool it was to be down in Duval Street. I said, can you imagine if we had our own airplane that uh, we could hop over to, say, Ocala, see the son and his wife and, and go visit the kids, that kind of thing, and run it and, and do this in a day, you know, uh, or something like that. It would be uh, really kind of cool. So there's so many opportunities, for, uh, both on a personal and a business uh, sense that you could take care of if you had your own aircraft like that. It, it's pretty cool. I and mean, you're taking advantage of it. And I, and I got to publicly thank you, Dennis, for making that happen. That was very, very cool. Well, it was kind of self-serving because I've wanted to go down to Key West myself and I figured it would be a lot more fun if we went together yep. because I knew you would appreciate going down there and, you know, being able to share that with CJ was just great. You know, a little icing on the cake. That's right. And, you know, I, I know my way around certain exotic places because of all my dive adventures and getting there is 90% of the problem uh, a lot of times. Uh, but once we get there, I kind of know where to go. And uh, and that's where I can maybe help Dennis in that sense. So we're kind of working those angles a little bit, uh, working off each other's contacts and, and, and trying to make uh, for some good adventures. And that that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other places that uh, I can show you. We just got to get there, Dennis. You know what I mean? And we got your yep. plane. 
So we the have plane to- and the plane's running great. We put yeah. seven hours on it on Sunday, you know, between my picking you up and then the round trip to Key West and coming back home. And I you know it's just it's building up that confidence in the in the work that was done on the airplane and you know, just making me much happier about my investment in it. Oh, no so, doubt. It, you know, you know now when you I'm have- getting to the point where, you know, after 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes to half hour over open water, and I don't even think twice about it, you know, going from uh, basically Everglades City to Key West, um, you know, there's that stretch of water there where we're not going to, we don't have a beach on either side. We're in open water there. And that's not a problem. This airplane is, you know, proved itself. So no doubt now we need to go stretch our legs and go into some more exotic locations. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it felt like uh, it was coming back. We we're talking to tower and going through all the moves. We'll get more into that next right here on just plain radio. Just plain radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying in the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Whoa, kill the motor, dude. Let us see what Squirt does flying solo. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and just sharing a few little notes from our adventure down to Key West. Flying from Orlando Executive down to uh, KSW. Was that what? No. A, no, it's K-E-Y-W. So okay. Key W. Yeah, Very I was mixing it up. How with, they did that. They, that's yeah. right. I was mixing it up with uh, Fort Myers, RSW. So uh, yep. the Key West Airport is, is K-S- K-E-Y for K- Key yep. and W. Oh, so it was gotcha. really clever because, you know, all U.S. airports start with K. So mm-hmm. it's E-Y-W is Key West. But if right. you put it all together, it's like, oh, hey, that's clever. Neat. Yeah. There you go. Now, I didn't really uh, provide any uh, help to Dennis. <laughs> Not that he needed any. 
but uh, I was able to sit in the co-pilot seat and kind of follow along and and a lot of the training that I've had in the past started coming back and I kind of monitored things through ForeFlight on an iPad while he was monitoring everything else and flying there, doing all the work. I was just kind of tagging along to see if I could stay up. And, uh, and I kind of did. I mean, for the most part, I was watching what you were doing. And, you know, it, it's funny after you have an extended period of time out of the cockpit, how much you, uh, you know, you, you know, there's a lot that you learned back in the day. But you, you think, oh, I'll never remember all this. And it kind of and, and it takes a little time to get, you know, back up to speed a little bit. But it does. It, it, to me, it kind of feels like riding a bike a little bit in the sense that. Once you start hearing them, hearing the chatter go back and forth between the pilot and the tower, and you're looking at all the gauges, okay, yeah, I remember this. I got to get to this certain airspeed, and he's taking this heading and this setting, da, 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 da. and it's it comes back fairly quick. Do you think that is uh, the case with most pilots that have had an extended period away from, uh, you know, the cockpit there, uh, Dennis, or what? Definitely. Um, I recently did a uh, flight review for a gentleman who purchased an airplane here in the air park, and he had been flying Lear 60s uh, prior to buying an RV-12. Yeah. And so he'd been out of the cockpit. He spent six years on a boat traveling the Caribbean after he retired and, and then needed to get back into it. So he hadn't flown an airplane in a while, been flying jets, and now he's going into a little two-place uh, you know, home built. So quite a bit of a change, but yet everything came back to him very quickly. There was no problem with being, you know, controlling the plane and the basics and working the automation. So it does come back. It may take a little refresher. The rules haven't really changed much. If anything, the technology has probably Im- increased. Yeah. You know, th- think back 10 years ago when you started flying, ForeFlight was, was, you know, pretty much a beta product at that time. Exactly. You know, uh, and I mean, give it some credit. They were pretty far advanced, but still to a product that we have today compared to what we had 10 years ago, I don't think you'd recognize it. The capability no. and features are so much more. And right. the fact that I can have a phone with me at a waterfront restaurant, pull up the current weather, get a flight briefing, push a flight plan out and have, you know, get my route and have everything on my phone ready to go. That when we hopped into the airplane, all I needed to do is transfer that flight plan to the Abadine gear. And we're already set to go. You're good to go, simple. right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I watched the whole thing. I was just saying, you know, I, I remember all the paperwork I had to fill out when I started my training. And uh, before I do a flight, I mean, I'd have to it's take an hour, you know, for me to do it when I was training. Now, I mean, you still have to work through and know what you got to do, but they really have expedited the process once you get the flow down, right? They have. Um, no, and this doesn't mean that you don't have to learn how to do a flight plan the old-fashioned way. You right. still need to understand the basics of it, but there's no need to go through that exercise all the time because the computer is going to do a far better job you know, with the flight plan. And if you are flying IFR like we did, um, it just makes more sense to use an electronic tool that can file that flight plan. You don't even have to get on the phone and call up a 1-800-FLIGHT-BRIEF anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all done from the, from your little phone, from the beachside, uh, wherever you are. Yes. It's just very convenient. Yeah. Now, you flew or, or filed a plan both ways, IFR, and uh, we could have done this all VFR if we wanted to, right? We could have, yeah. um, but I'm getting lazy. I'll be honest. <laughs> It's easier to fly IFR. And I know there's people out there that are going to say that's, you know, sacrilege. What do you mean? You got to get in the system and talk to ATC. 
I'll tell you what, it's a lot less work to just file the flight plan. I mean, you saw how easy it was to get out of Orlando executive, mm-hmm. you know, take off, fly the heading, check in with approach and they're, they're turning you, they're keeping you clear of everything. They're giving your altitudes to climb and sending you on your way. Right. Um, you know, that lets me focus on keeping my eyes outside of the cockpit, then looking for potential of the traffic. And I don't have to worry about staying under this particular class Bravo shelf or staying out of this air, uh, this control towers, uh, class Delta airspace and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And on the way back home, you notice that the clouds had kind of come in. We had a, a wasn't that low, but they were about 5,000 feet is where we had a cloud deck. So right. we would have had to come home below 5,000 feet, which tends to be a lot rougher because you got this, the the heating of the ground. So you get a lot more turbulence and whatnot, especially at those lower altitudes. By being up at nine, ten thousand 10,000 feet where we were, it was smooth as a baby's bottom, wasn't it? It was pretty, uh, and that was a nice flight. Hey, uh, CJ really lucked out because... Uh, it was probably some of the calmest air I've ever been in, in one of those small planes for the whole trip, pretty much. I mean, well, we had great, great what weather. What were the winds? Do you remember what the winds About 15, were? 15, 17. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine how much uh, we would have gotten bounced and whatnot if we would have stayed at 1,500, 2,000 feet all the way up from right. Fort Myers? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, they routed us, uh, especially on the way back, they gave us some special routings. That I was, you know, I'm not, I'm not VFR certified, let alone IFR. But so, so that the learning curve for that was, you know, I, I understand it, but I was really trying to listen to what they were telling you, and I saw what you were doing on the flight plan, and you said they they did a typical route, the uh, Mini Five up around Orlando, which is a particular route they take IFR flight plans, I guess, uh, in a, yep. like a packet. it's what's called a star. It's okay. called a standardized terminal arrival. And so for traffic coming into Orlando area, whether that's executive or international, uh, they have this route. And the start of the Mini 5 arrival is actually the Lee County VOR, which is at Fort Myers International Airport. Yeah. So you think about that, how far, you know, it's almost an hour plane ride. That's how far back they're already starting to get the traffic funneled into an orderly path to come into the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's great. Take off out of here, grab the heading off of the Lee County VOR, and we're on our way into uh, the Orlando Metroplex there without any hassle. And it's Just Mini follow. 5. They call it Mini 5, like Minnie Mouse. Yep, M-I-N-E-E. And uh, and 5 is the fifth version of this that they've done over the years or something you were telling me? Yeah, they, they have to tweak it you know, every now and then. Maybe there's some airspace change or maybe they need to make some altitude changes or something to make the traffic flow better. So they'll revise it and they'll give it a new number. Mm-hmm. And so, But right now, the current version is the Mini 5, and it's great because you're just basically following straight north out of Fort Myers, and then you get to a fix uh, called Mini. And then from Mini, Mini you make a right-hand turn. And you're heading right into either Orlando International or Orlando Exec. So and a Mini Five did that take? Is that the route that took us right over Disney, or was yeah, that we, we that were coming it? in? Yep, that was coming okay. right over the Disney. We went right through uh, the, TFR. the middle of Epcot. Yeah, yeah. and at two thousand feet because they gave us also the uh, instrument approach into Executive to make things a little bit easier for us. We were able to use the RNAV approach to get lined up with the runway instead of trying to you know 
see it visually 20 miles out or whatever, we could just establish ourselves on the instrument approach and follow the needles in if we needed to. Right. I've only been able to do that a couple times before. And and for CJ being his first time in an aircraft, it was great. It was awesome sightseeing because he was like, hey, I know where Disney is. And I was pointing hey, out. There's like, hey, there's Epcot. Hey, yeah, look over here to your left. Ball, there's, right? there's Space Mountain. There's Universal. There's the, uh, you know, Icon Park <laughs> with the Orlando Ferris wheel and the hey, whole thing. And the Tower yeah. of Terror wasn't so terrifying, was yeah. it? They look so dinky from up there. It's kind of a cool thing. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Can I let you in on a little secret? A secret? Just you and me? <laughs> Eric, that had to come out. Go on. I'm not going golfing. I'm taking my first flying lessons today. I always dreamed of being a pilot. Oh, Jay, that's fantastic. And I... I totally get it. I had a crush on the pilot who flew the crop duster back home. He had big, broad shoulders and a deep, husky voice that, in retrospect, could have been pesticide-related. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along Captain Dennis. We uh, have been sharing our story from flying down from Orlando down to Key West this past Sunday. It was quite an adventure. But we do have some aviation news and information that we have to kind of uh, cover before we wrap things up today. One being the latest update on The Bachelor. Rachel has made the uh, round two on The Bachelor. Uh, Dennis, I know you were like you were pulling for when we announced that, yeah, we got a pilot instructor that is in the running for the um i don't know the, uh, getting the attention of the bachelor from that tv show uh and, and we have put out our uh, you know put our moles to work because uh rachel she's one of the girls right that the bachelor the harem i think was the term i, I used i don't think that's what they use on the show and i want to be well, i wouldn't know because i don't <laughs> intend to ever watch it so you know liar. pardon me if i tune out here he's a liar yeah, yeah. My wife and uh, daughter make me watch it, and I, uh-huh. I look at it as research for just plain radio. So uh, she, she is still in the ring. She made uh, the cut, uh, cut uh, round two this week, right? And uh, she's a, a pilot instructor, and we have heard that she is working in the Lakeland area, by the way, right here in our backyard as a flight instructor. That's all I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we have tried to reach out to her to see if she'd like to come on just plain radio. And I just, I, I sent out a notice, like, let her know we're pulling for her. She's a pilot. She's one of us. So we want her to have her, you know, love dreams come true. And so we wish her the best and, and maybe she'll come on the air and talk uh, about aviation and, and, uh, how to find the, uh, the perfect match eventually. And uh, who knows? Maybe she already found it. We don't know. But she's uh she's out there, Dennis. What do you think? You you want her to find love, don't you? Sure. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Be more enthusiastic. She's a she's a pilot. She's one of us. So you uh, gotta you know you want to. I'm pretty sure that she doesn't need to go on a TV show to find love. So. Well, maybe she did. You know. So that all I'm saying, 
uh, no matter how you feel about that kind of thing or whether or not you admit you watch the show or don't watch the show, which we know it's the, the latter. Uh, or yeah, the, yeah. Don't watch it. Correct. Wrong. You, you know it. what I mean? Take that, reverse it. Uh, but, uh, but the thing is, she's, since she's a pilot, she's a flight instructor. You gotta, you, you gotta want her to win. Yeah. She's one of us. She's part of our community. We pull for our own. Don't we, Dennis? I, I will say that that was probably the only reason I would vote for her if I had a choice uh, would because she was a pilot. There but, you go. Uh, All right. Beyond that, that's I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, Rachel, we got your back. Uh, we but want if you, you want to come fly with us because I'm a pilot, Greg wants to be a pilot. Yeah. We would love to have you. That's right. If I things don't, don't work out on your love life, well, you still got your aviation life to fall back on. And that's a pretty good gig. Uh, it sounds like she's working. Uh, quite a bit, though. So who knows? We'll we'll keep uh, keep tracking, updating everybody accordingly here on the big show because we know you want that, you know, right? Dennis is there's no reaction whatsoever from him. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I tuned out again. <laughs> yeah, okay, it happens. All right, so uh, the other big story, or one of several that we want to touch on, is uh, this video that went viral is over, I mean, it was on all the newscasts. It was pretty dramatic. Uh, this guy who had, I think it was a 172, he had to do an emergency landing or had a, well, I, I guess it was more or less a crash. Uh, he ended up on the railroad tracks, right? Yeah, not exactly what you want to do. and. Uh this is this is just kind of hilarious. I mean, it looks almost like right out of a Michael Bay feature. It does. It's pretty intense. Uh, but I assume, you know, he maybe he had some control. I mean, that would have been one of the places where you'd want to land if you had no choice would be a railroad track, I guess. Right. Yeah. I didn't look at where the accident site was, but I mean, a railroad track is generally pretty straight, but there's also a lot of stuff around them. Well, so. exactly. I don't know what was going on. But anyway, he, the plane that he, that crashed ended up on the railroad tracks, and the police came on the scene and literally pulled him out of the aircraft uh, in the nick of time before a train came smashing through and just blew the thing to bits. And you're, li- you're right. It looked like a movie, like an adventure movie. And uh, you hear him yelling, yelling, pull him out, pull him out. And they drag him out. He's bleeding. I mean, it's it's pretty dramatic footage. It, it was it was gruesome footage. And then to see the footage, I mean, there was a couple of different videos taken from other perspectives of the train hitting the airplane. Oh, I didn't see that. that oh, must that been. was even worse. I yeah. mean, me as an aircraft owner, I'm just like, oh, that poor 172 doesn't deserve to go out like that. Right. I mean, it, it hits so hard. The tail was literally severed. I mean, half the fuselage was ripped off, and you see the entire tailgate come away from the end numbers back. Yeah. One of the wings went flying across you know, the road and I think hit the guy that was filming it. Mm. It was just like, oh, my God. I mean, that was just intense i mean this is exactly what you see in the latest hollywood blockbusters you know where the something lands and parts are flying everywhere and that it happened right yeah i think the main video that they played on the news was body cam footage from one of the police officers that was dragging them out of the airplane or trying to get them out of the airplane and they literally just did it seconds before uh impact it it was wild and uh, but we don't know much about the uh, incident, or do we? Other than the this nothing video? right now, just that uh, the guy got out, yeah. um, and the airplane it didn't make it. Yeah, so. yeah, right. <laughs> well, better the airplane than than the pilot. So true. 
uh, got out there, but yeah, he looked a little beat up there. You know, I, I couldn't tell exactly what was going on. Actually, it looked like they might have even been pulling him out of the back seat, but I you, know, you can't really tell. I didn't watch it that close. But uh, anyway, pretty dramatic stuff. And, uh, you know, if, if you, you know, I guess uh, the good thing is, is that everybody got out of it. Okay. It's just, uh, just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted when I see these type of stories because you don't want to scare people away. You know what I mean? From general aviation, like this could happen. Well, yeah, anything could happen, you know, but but when these type of things, you know, do take place, I mean, they get such big coverage like this, you know, it's extremely rare that something like that would happen, but. You know, that's also part of the bias of the media because it is something that happens so rarely and it is so dramatic. Mm -hmm. It it makes it newsworthy. So then what is what do people see on the 24 hour news cycle? They see this shark attack. It's like a shark attack. (laughs) Pretty much. But it also if you look at it from another perspective, the guy had a problem, had to, you know, had to make an emergency landing. I don't want to call it a crash landing, but he was able to sort of walk away from the wreck or right? get dragged away. Yeah. In this <laughs> but case, regardless, right? mm-hmm. he survived. Yeah. So what does that tell you about the safety of general aviation? I mean, these airplanes are not death traps. It is not unsafe to go fly. Is it higher risk than getting your car some days? But I um, mean, the traffic here in Fort Myers, I think I'll take my chances in the airplane before I go down colonial, you know, it's well, just- so true. I mean, CJ, who we took on our trip down to Key West, on the way into the FBO here at Orlando Executive, he's asking me, uh, "Do we get do we get uh, parachutes?" And he was only half joking, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, actually, there there are some pilots that you know do wear those. You have that option, but you really don't need it uh, because we're not going to just drop out of the sky if something goes wrong. Anyway, more than likely." There's going to be a glide so slope uh, situation, and and you'll see that once we get up there, and uh, that kind of thing. But you know, that's you know when you're you don't know the ins and outs of flying an aircraft, you don't realize like oh oh it, it's not quite like these videos that we see on the nightly news every now and then. They don't just fall out of the sky like that necessarily. You got to learn. You got to be educated about it a little bit. And uh, helps you face your fear and get over that and enjoy all the good things that go along with uh, general aviation, which is what we experienced in Key West. Absolutely. Like Papa Pilar's rum. Well, I don't know if I got to experience no, that. No, well, later. I'll bring But I some. did smell it. There you go. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morgan. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 